Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we begin chapter 14 in the book of Mark. After days spent in Jerusalem leading up to the Passover, the plot to arrest and kill Jesus begins to take shape. In this chapter, a lot will take place very quickly. It begins this week with relative calm, but the undercurrent of betrayal behind the scenes. And the chapter gets very dark before we conclude it. This chapter also serves as a reminder that out of the ashes of the darkest and most evil of times and events, God orchestrates and brings about his good purposes according to his love, grace, and sovereign will. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, Murder, Love, Betrayal. And that brings us to, as we close, uh, several practical applications. I want to suggest to you a little four-word phrase that I think you can remember. Pretty sharp group. I don't see anybody here that doesn't look like they're awake. I think you can remember these four words. God is in control. Now, what do we mean by that? Well, let's pluck some things that we've observed in this text. God is in control of everything, even when someone plots against you personally. Uh, We don't need to worry about those things. Is it it fun to have somebody plot against you? Eh, no. Somebody tries to get you in trouble on the job so that you might get run out of town so that they could be fired or they they could make themselves look better. Someone falsely accuses you. God is in control, even when people are having late-night meetings to plan your death. You don't need to worry about that. Something else. God is in control, even when your enemies succeed in causing you harm or great inconvenience. God knows your every need before you do. We live in a sin-cursed, upside-down world. Awful things happen. If they hated Jesus and you belong to Him, they'll hate you. And sometimes your enemies will actually be able to bring some harm to you. And you know what? God is in control. Let me give you another point of application. God is in control Even when wicked people do despicable things, even when they think that they do do God a favor by the evil things that they do, even when people with religious convictions that tell them that they do God a favor by murdering innocent people, God is not surprised by it. God is in control. Let me suggest another application. God is in control. Even when 
hypocrites betray you and wound you after pretending to be your friend. Some of you have lived that, haven't you? I have. God is in control. Even in those days of voluminous tears and excruciating heartbreak. Let me suggest one more. God is in control of the timing of events even when you have other plans. You ever had your plans changed? (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of times. Look, God is in control. That's the answer that you need to run to when it hurts, when you're betrayed, when you are deceived, when people manipulate things, when, when, when someone you love is hurt. God is in control. If your typical reaction when you deal with those things, is to go into a week-long funk. Let me suggest you cut that about six days and 23 and a half hours short. You don't need to. Look, when, when we have plans and they get interrupted, when we have friends and they turn on us, when we, when we see things that are awful happen to us, it, it causes a reaction, Right? And, and that reaction, you might call it stress, you might call it anxiety, that's a gift that God has given to us as human beings. It's just like the gift of physical pain. Say, now, wait a minute, this guy has gone over the edge here. What do you mean pain is a gift? Yes, pain is a gift to you from God, because if you couldn't feel pain, you wouldn't deal with what's wrong and you could die from not knowing you've been cut, not knowing that the bone is broken, from, from all of those things. Pain is to alert you to a problem. Anxiety, stress, whatever you want to call it, pressure, that is the emotional equivalent of physical pain. It's to alert you. There's a problem here. So, When you feel physical pain, you try to fix it, right? Now, what do you do when you feel emotional pain? Fix it. Well, I can't fix it. They're still wicked. They're still after me. Well, you don't have to stay there. I know what can help you. We'll all have a a reaction when bad things happen, but... Going beyond the first response of the bad reaction and staying in that bad reaction, that can become a, a real problem. And some people are more prone to it uh, than others. But what helps is to learn who God is, to conscientiously force your mind to remember that you've put your trust in God. And some people have to force their minds back to that truth about God several times a day. That's what we need to do. 
guy told me a long time ago a, a counseling technique he'd used. I've actually done this with, with several people. The key to it is a three by five card. Now, this was ancient days. Remember, that we used to have these little cards, three inches by, by five inches, and you could put things on them, and you could file them. Nowadays, a, a modern counselor would say, put this on your phone. Here's the old-fashioned way that it worked. You hand somebody the card, blank card, and you say, you know, whether you're an artist or not, draw yourself an eight-sided figure and write the word stop in the middle of it. If you're a really good counselor, you'll give them red pencil or red ink to make it a, a red stop sign. Write the word stop. Underneath the word stop, write the word think. So, you're feeling anxious? You're feeling worried? You're, you're frightened? Stop. Stop right there. Don't just keep going down that path. Don't just keep rolling over and over in the muck of those feelings. They're not fun. That's an awful place to be. Nobody wants to stay there. Stop and think. And then he has him turn over the card and write out. And some people need a four by six card to do this or more memory for their phone. Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Don't be anxious. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. These things that you've seen and heard in me, do these things. Whatever's beautiful, right, lovely, holy, you know that wonderful list there? Think on these things. And so, they've made their very own stop-think card. Now, how often do you need to use it? As often as you need to. Until it becomes your instinct to stop in the midst of those awful feelings that nobody wants to feel. Stop, think, and apply good theology. You'll be astounded what that can do for you. It's going to make things a whole lot better for you now. Oh, and by the way, it's going to help you rejoice in eternity all the more. You know what? I think we can safely say God is in control. And let's pray. Father, how we thank you for your, well, your sovereignty. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the Limitless, limitless list of blessings that are ours in Christ Jesus. Thank you for providing everything we need for life and godliness through the true knowledge of your Son. Lord, uh, teach us to stop and think of the right things. Teach us to, uh, to, to quickly run to praise, to run to supplication, to run to thanksgiving when we encounter the, the awful things that are so plentiful in this world. Now please, as we open our hearts to you, have your way with us that we might be encouraged, that we might be faithful with the stewardship of the wonderful message of new life in Christ Jesus. Use us for your glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.